0: Julie, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. How did you start playing the flute? Well, I guess it all began when I wanted to play either the trumpet or the violin. Uh, I was 10 years old. I grew up in a musical family, and my father was the principal trumpet of the Montreal Symphony. And I decided, wow, playing trumpet would be cool. I want to play the trumpet. Now, my dad, who was born in 1932, grew up at a different time, and in his day, really, girls did not play the trumpet. Although he was a brass player, and he didn't quite phrase it like that. He said, chicks don't play brass instruments. And so I took him at his word and thought, okay, well, then my next choice is the violin. I'd really like to play the violin because I had fallen in love with Pincus Zuckerman's recording of the Tchaikovsky Violin Concerto, which I listened to over and over again, wore out that record, and as you could do with records in those days. And uh, so I had decided I would play the violin instead of the trumpet. And uh, my mother, being the practical one in the house, said, "Uh, well, forget about the violin. They're too expensive. Uh, I don't want to mortgage the house to buy a violin. How about the flute? The flute's a nice instrument. They're not that expensive. And uh, on top of that, maybe we could get you to study with the principal flute of the Montreal Symphony, who at that time was Jean Backstresser, who, in later years, became the principal flute of the Toronto Symphony. So my father uh, talked to Jean and asked if he would be able to bring me to lessons. And she said that she, she was very young at the time. She had just gotten the job out of Juilliard. And um, she said she had never taught a beginner before, but that she, as a favor to my father, would be willing to take me on. And uh, that's where it all began. And she's, to this day, been my greatest mentor and flute hero. When did the TSO come into the picture for you? Well, I actually, after I went to Juilliard, I moved to Toronto to continue studying with Jeannie. And um, she was here just for one year, and then she became the principal flute of the New York Philharmonic after that. And uh, so while I was here studying with her, the following year, no, actually two years after that, an opening opened up for second flute, actually, and I auditioned and won the job. Do you ever think about what you would do if you didn't play the flute? Yes, I've thought about that many times, and I have not come up with any answers at all. I, you know, I only ever wanted to be a flutist in an orchestra from the time I started the flute when I was 10. And uh, I think that tunnel vision helped me attain my dream, um, but I had no backup plan. So it's a good thing that I managed to uh, cash in on my dream because I really don't know what I'd be doing. From your 30 years in the orchestra, what moment stands out for you? 30 years is a long time, and it's hard to really remember so many things. And, you know, it's so easy when we look back on our lives to remember things at the beginning. And um, when we used to do concerts at Ontario Place in the summer, one of my, I think it was my first summer season there, Ella Fitzgerald came and sang with us, and... It was spectacular. She was such an inspiration. Um, I mean, you know, she's, I'm sure, not the only great memory I have, but just in a flash, I, I have this vivid memory of her singing and just being so inspired by her. Thanks so much for speaking with us today. Okay, you're welcome.